Please hang up and try again. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. I think every one of us watched that opening. If you're watching us on Mav TV or on YouTube or one of our many Facebook Live pages, you watched that opening crash. That man, even Suave, as a little punk ass dude, we started this thing looking at the evolution of Stat Man, yours truly, and Crash Gladys. The hair, the styles, the walk, the attitude, Stat Man, on this Mother's Day. Who would have thought almost 23 years we'd be doing another, another Mother's Day in the Freak yeah. Nation? Another Mother's Day. There was a time when that would have come out a very different, <laughs> a very different order, and a very, very different grade. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day, Freak Nation! It is a very special Mother's Day. Speed Freaks on Mab TV and the Freak Radio Network. Again, Statman Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, and Suave. Let me get it correct. We're all here, and so are you. Thank you to the many affiliates for making this thing possible. And, of course, Mav TV. With this being a special Mother's Day here in the Freak Nation, the baddest mother on the planet over the last 22 years and then some. We'll get to those. Also coming up, Riley Herbst, who this weekend fly, flew some pretty impressive colors. Ken Block uh, flew his colors in the Xfinity Series race. He'll be joining us in about 15 minutes or so as we, so as we talk about that. Also, we're going to have a throwback here in the Freak Nation. If you are a NASCAR fiend, you know the name Dave Marcus. This dude uh, not only is known for being heck of a stock car pilot or an IROC test pilot, mm. uh, he's known for his wingtips. We go back to 2005 when he joined us in Sedalia, Missouri, for our throwback on a throwback weekend for Darlington, he'll be here in the Freak Nation. Mac Max Ansi, who won the Mudfest in East Rutherford, 250, one of the greatest wins this year in Supercross, and you'll see why when he joins us in the second hour. And we'll also have Jesse Love, who won the Arca Series race in Talladega. And what last Kansas and Talladega and then Kansas mm -hmm. weekend before last. What okay, follow follow lineage here. I'll get it here straight <laughs> sooner later. My There's goodness. a lot. The weeks run together. It's it's a lot to keep track of. So yeah, a very special Mother's Day show here in the Speed Freaks Pits. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, the website, speedfreaks.tv. And again, happy that Mav TV allows us to put our mugs on their big old fat network every Sunday night live. 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. So with it being a Mother's Day, there's always there's always two mothers that come to mind when it's involved in motorsports, not just my mother, but the topic that we threw out there, a little bit of a pre-show meeting was, who's the baddest mother, in a good way, when it comes to motorsports? Two names always come. 
come to mind for me, Shirley Muldowney. Mm, yes. Right? Does she have kids? Yes, yeah, she has kids. Okay, yes. Shirley Muldowney and Lynn St. James. Yes. But I was going to ask you the same question, Crasher. Janet Guthrie. Mm, oh, mm, yes. Who's batter is what you're wanting to get at? I, I'm just throwing it out there. Let's you, just put the Mount Rushmore of moms, okay? Right? In and Jail Sam Pace, that man. Yeah, Look yeah. at him. The championship, she's one on two wheels, Dad. There's a lot of badass motorsports moms. Yeah. There's only one motorsports mom that should be at the front. That's Richard Petty's mom, whose <laughs> house was right beside the engine dyno building. And they couldn't run the dyno after six o'clock because when she got through with dinner, it was done. She didn't want to be disturbed. When she was ready for bed, she was going to bed and she didn't care what engines were being built, what race was getting ready for. When she was ready, everything shut down and they said, good night, mom. Oh, so Lee's wife. Lee's wife. Yep. Richard's mom. Okay. Yep. Baddest woman on the planet. You'd in put her up against Shirley Muldowney. Oh, without question. She would dino through the wee hours of the morning. Nobody was asking Shirley. Shirley, is it okay if we continue right now? <laughs> she just said, I'm doing it. Yeah. So looking at women in motorsports, okay. I'd be curious what the millennials take is on this, but my go-to is always Shirley Muldowney, given my history with drag racing and the fact that I had my picture taken with her when I was nine or ten. Wow. And come to find out, the picture with her at that funny car, the funny car that she was driving at the time at Dallas International Speedway, was on loan to her from Don Schumacher. And if I was any kind of a producer, I would find that video and put it on right now as I'm talking about it. But I will say this. I had an affinity for women at that age. And I don't know if it's uh, politically correct to talk about this, but I'm going to. You're a young boy. But uh, Shirley had her fire suit. I believe they had two piece fire suits at the time. She had her top off her top of her fire top of her fire suit. Okay. Clarify. And um, was not wearing any support. Oh, and you know, me being a good old red blooded American boy, at 10 years old, I just, you know, I, I knew what I liked back then. There's a great photo of her and I together. Uh, back. <laughs> I just what? shake my head. Why do you shake your head? I'm not saying that that's the why. I think she's the baddest oh, mother no, no, no. in motorsports. That, but that's when you realize, oh, yeah, this mm. is this is a sport that's open to everybody. And I am having the time of my life taking this picture right now. Dad, take your time. Yep. Take your time. Take your time. <laughs> Little did I know the tri trials and tribulations that that woman had already gone yeah. through to get to that point and what she's gone through to still be. Uh, alive on this planet and really any any door that she walked into into she made sure that they knew that Shirley, don't call me cha-cha anymore Muldowney, mm -hmm. was here like it or not yeah i like that good choice richie what about your millennial take what do you have for the baddest mother in motorsports does anything come to mind for you granted the fact that you got involved in motorsports thanks to speed freaks about eight years ago yeah the the first like female in motorsports that comes to mind is Danica patrick obviously not a mom yet so she doesn't count so i'm gonna go with someone that has already been mentioned and and the reason why i when crash you said her name janet guthrie mm. um 
rang a bell for me. Terrific 30 for 30 documentary on ESPN yes. called Qualified. And I remember watching that for the first time a couple of years ago. And I think I came in like the next day and I told both Kenny and Crash about it. I was like, dang, dang, this documentary is terrific. It was great. <laughs> if Janet Guthrie was born 20 years later, I can't imagine the impact yeah. she would have had in the IndyCar community, in the open wheel community, maybe even in the NASCAR community. But she was, she was, uh, I don't know. I don't remember what the saying is on the top of my head, but she she was she was too early for, uh, for for her own good in a way. Mm-hmm. Like she she came in too quickly, too early. But I'm sure a lot of women in motorsports look up to her and what she meant. Um, because you know she is. She was the first ever woman to qualify for the Indy 500. And if you haven't seen her documentary Qualified, go watch it. It's terrific. And so she was the first one once Crash had her name that was like, oh yeah, she got her own documentary on on ESPN. <laughs> Pretty big deal. What a shame, though, what Richie just said right there, that she was talking about Janet Guthrie. Mm -hmm. She was too early for her time when in all reality, she came on the scene the exact same time in in IndyCar, the exact same time Shirley Muldowney was on the scene in the NHRA. So how was Shirley Muldowney? I mean, you could compare it to motorsports today, too. Women in NHRA have just always had an easier time at the acceptance wheel versus any other form of motorsport, whether it's NASCAR, IndyCar, sports cars, you name it. So, yeah, they're in right there. We're talking the 70s. Shirley Muldowney was able, it wasn't easy, but she was able to make it and win races, whereas Janet Guthrie was always given crap equipment and told she'd never make it, even though she did qualify for the Indy 500. But none of this equals Elizabeth Petty. (laughs) (laughs) Wife of Lee, mother of Richard, grandmother of Kyle, great-grandmother of Adam Mm -hmm. who lived next door to the engine room. When I learned this, I was like, what? And Richard told me the story once. He said, when mom was ready for bed, we stopped. Nothing went on. After dinner, she wanted to relax and watch the news and watch the TV. We stopped. None of them are telling entire generations of NASCAR drivers, champions, a seven-time champion, the (laughs) winningest driver in the history of NASCAR, stopped. When mom said stop, he stopped. All the research that I've done, there are no children out there that I know of that Janet Guthrie had. I don't see it. I haven't found it. Uh, Shirley Muldowney, yes, Janet Guthrie, but still, look. look, You mean Lynn St. James? No, no, Janet Guth. No, 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 no. Shirley Muldowney has children. Right. And Lynn St. James, wonderful daughter. Yep. But Janet Guthrie, you tell me where you found that she's had, okay. has any children. Okay. That's what right? you're saying. Yeah. But still, I hear what Statman is saying. She's still a bad mother. Mm-hmm. And I had no, I, when I was doing some research on Guthrie, I, fa- I found out this Statman that she entered Jim Connor competitions back in 61. Whoa. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Whoa! Wait, Janet Guthrie did. Yep. Speaking of Jim Cana, his name is Riley Herbst, and he's flying the colors of Ken Block this weekend in the Xfinity Series, as they have the Throwback Weekend. And happy to say that he joins us next, and you'll see that car of the colors that he's flying with Ken Block. That's coming up next: Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio redefined. 
from the labs at Lucas Oil Products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works. General Tire delivers. Are you worried about your taxes? Okay, so I'm talking to those of you out there that have not filed in a few years with the IRS or state. It's time to get worried, and here's why. The IRS is getting back from their own COVID lockdown, and they're hiring more enforcers, and they're going to come after people that owe taxes. So if you're a 1099 worker, and maybe you just plain forgot to file your taxes, you need to call the professionals right now at the tax helpline. They are experts at knowing the tax regulations and their goal is to help you pay as little as possible. Call right now and get a 100% free tax evaluation. Remember, before the IRS knocks on your door, knock on our door. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, make this free call right now. Call taxes 321 now at 800-808-9443. 800-808-9443. That's 800-808-9443. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Again, Freak Nation, happy Mother's Day from the Freaks and the Lucas Oil Studios. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, back in the Freak Nation. We were talking earlier before we go going live with him. Riley Herbst driving the Xfinity Series, supporting those monster energy colors that we ought to just hold a permanent seat for this dude. It's like every other weekend. Ah, here comes Riley. <laughs> Riley, uh, you feel pretty comfortable coming to the Freak Nation, Riley? I like it. It's always a good time on here, and it's, uh, it means something good if I'm usually talking to you guys. So it's a, it's a good thing. 
Well, it, with it being throwback weekend at Darlington, and we saw the rendering of, well, not the rendering, the actual car that you're going to be supporting with a, a dear friend of ours, Ken Block, we thought, yeah, it's time to get Riley back here in the Freak Nation. Can you run us through this? And I, I know the brotherhood with Monster and, and so forth. But how did this come about where the throwback that you have this weekend at Darlington is the rendering of Ken Block's older car? How'd that all come about? Well, first and foremost, uh, I'm just kind of proud of myself that I held the secret for as long as I did for um, a couple of weeks. I, I'm not that great of a secret holder, but I was able to keep it out of um, even my friend's mouth and um, everything like that. So it, uh, it, was, it was cool when it came to that for sure. But um, Ken Block was just a huge inspiration of mine growing up as a kid. So uh, to be able to run his livery, which was my favorite growing up, um, just means the world to me and obviously very thankful to the block family. And of course, monster energy for allowing me to run this scheme. Cause, um, obviously as you guys know, monster is very consistent with their black and green scheme. So to throw a little, uh, Jim Connor drip on it is pretty special. Riley Herbst joining us here in the freak nation and Riley, you look at really what Ken block has meant to not just Jim Connor, uh, rally. It's really what his brand, his name, his number his scheme transcends motorsports. We'll be at a Supercross event or an off-road event or an NFL game, and there are people supporting the colors of Ken Block. Did you have a friendship with Ken Block back in the day? I didn't. I was a little bit younger, but I uh, did meet him in passing quite a few times. So um, just meeting your idol, I, I, you guys can probably think back to some of your childhood moments, and um, if you were lucky enough to meet some of your idols, it was kind of a – a starstruck deal. And I remember 13 year old Riley getting to meet him at X games was uh, pretty taken back by that for sure. So um, coming full circle now to be in the monster energy family and then run his scheme at Darlington um, is very, very special. I don't take it lightly. You talk about how Ken block was a big inspiration to you, whether it was on the internet or watching on TV, like you just brought up the X games how specifically was it his driving style? Was it his method of madness to his branding and his business? Was it him and just being a fun, cool guy? What exactly was it that was so inspiring about Ken Block to you? Well, that's a great question, but I've always been a fan of motorsports and anything with the car and motor, like I've always watched, tuned in, just try to follow as much as I can. But uh, there was something different about Ken Block because when you'd go to middle school lunches and um, people who aren't race fans or motorsports fans would be talking about these Jim Conna videos. And I think that he definitely gets underestimated on how much he drove motorsports, um, to the public eye and made racing and cars and drifting and burnout super cool to young kids. Um, and they wanted to be that. And so I think that was a huge impact and not many people can say that they've impacted racing or motorsports like Ken has. You nailed yep. it. Yes, he modernized motorsports a decade or decade and a half before motorsports became modernized with viral videos. And yeah, you you just nailed it right there. And I wish you're right. I think it was our first show of this year, actually, where Statman, I believe it was you that said, I wish more people understood that. Maybe they will now, posthumously, I can never say that word right. But regardless, Ken Block was a legend from day one and he didn't even know it himself. Yeah, it's cool to see for sure. But um, just getting home after school when I'm supposed to be doing my schoolwork and uh, just sitting on YouTube and watching all the Jim Connor videos that I've seen thousands of times, but just watching them again. And um, when you're a young kid and you're supposed to be in bed and you turn on 
satellite TV and you see World Rally Cross Championships in Sweden or some foreign country at two o'clock in the morning. And then uh, it's Ken and his co-writer Alex ripping through the woods. I thought that was so cool as a young kid. And um, that's just kind of what drew me to him. So Riley Erbst at the uh, Xfinity Driver, Monster Energy. Ken Block's name uh, was around rallying, rally cross, the Jim Connor videos. Uh, he did almost everything that you aren't doing. Uh, it, it, as a, a hero of yours, how did you avoid rallying and rally cross if you looked up to Ken the way you're describing now? Um, that's interesting because I did want to be kind of a little bit of a rally racer. I just loved the way that they had car control and are um, going almost 200 miles an hour through the woods. But I started racing asphalt racing out on the West Coast, and um, I just truly found a love and passion of it. And I still was a fan of other types of motorsports like rallying. But uh, my career path kind of took me down the NASCAR and pavement route, and we followed that heavily. But I was in the shop today, and I was joking with some of the uh, some of the crew guys. I was like two worlds are going to collide this weekend. The Jim Connor fans and the NASCAR classic throwbacks. I uh, never really thought I'd see a Jim Connor car on the high banks of Darlington, but we'll see it this weekend. That, that's an interesting thing. Will these collapse? Is there a Jim Connor world in the NASCAR world? I think so. I mean, I think that paint scheme, Ken Block, I mean, his name is just, everybody knows that name. Everybody knows what he's about. And I feel like, um, hopefully it brings some of the rally fans, some of the Jim Connor fans over to NASCAR and hopefully tune in for a, a really good race this weekend at Darlington. It's going to be hot and slick and uh, we're going to be sliding around and doing a little drifting of our own as well. <laughs> you know what? We just in looking at that scheme again, of course, the drip and you reference the drip. You're going to have merchandise on site all weekend and past Darlington, I would imagine. Talk about the drip merchandise, where people can get it if they're not at the track and where the proceeds are going. Yeah. So this actually is very limited. Um, it will be cut off after Darlington. So you can pre-order it now on the website or get it at the racetrack. But after the Darlington race is over, uh, the merch is gone, but super grateful to Monster Energy and the Block family for allowing us to do this. And so every penny of the proceeds go to the 43 Institute. Um, which is Ken and his family's foundation to aspire young dreamers to chase their dream. And um, whether that be in motorsports industry or management industry, but uh, to help young kids chase their dream, because that's kind of what Ken pushed. And um, so every penny of the hat and t-shirt sold over the next week uh, will be donated to the 43 Institute. His name is Riley Herbst flying those Ken Block colors this weekend at Darlington. Again, pinpoint something for me. Were you just hanging out in your car, pumping some iron when somebody called you and said, dude, would you like to run the Ken Block scheme? Or no, Riley, you're going to run the Ken Block scheme, and this is what we're going to do. Who told you first? Where were you? It, man, I wish it was a story like that, but um, <laughs> these things kind of happen months and months in advance. And um, I kind of came up with the idea, um, obviously, with a great partner of Monster Energy of ours. And um, we kind of floated through some ideas around and um, they kind of like to keep it the classic mean green look with the flat black car. And then um, I mentioned the idea of a Ken Block tribute um, just to honor him and what he's done for the organization um, and the company of Monster Energy and um, kind of went up the flagpole a little bit. And 
Um, they got behind it. They supported it. Um, the final checkoff was the family, obviously, and um, they supported it as well. So it kind of came together um, in a long period of time, but it happened so fast. So uh, I, I can't say how grateful I am to, for the two parties to approve it, but now we get to go race it. So I'm excited. Riley Herbst here in the Freak Nation on a Mother's Day, and we talked about this at Talladega, the importance of your mom and your career. Uh, Riley, can you share with the Freak Nation, uh, again on Mother's Day, uh, what your mom has meant to you, your career, your family? Everything. Uh, she's the glue that holds our family together. Um, I think uh, everybody in our family knows that, my, my dad, my sister, and me included. So um, my mom used to drive me to the racetrack when I was under 16 and my dad was working. So we'd have some long hours in the car um, to and from practice, back and forth. And uh, she was a trooper for sure. So let me let me ask you a, a little more on this mom thing. Your family is your family business is off road racing. Uh, so what part did mom play in when you told her I want to do this? Did she look at you and and uh, smack you around a little bit and go to your room? I don't want to talk <laughs> to you right now. Or <laughs> did she buy into it? No, she was definitely bought in i feel like my uh my dad and my uncles had to be bought in a little bit more than she did um they kind of looked at me like i had a third eye or something just because of what my family has accomplished and my dad and uncles and cousins now accomplish in the off-road desert and i kind of wanted to steer the other way and go pavement racing but um everybody's super supportive now and i think my mom was one of the first to uh, support me on it for sure yeah mama's boy on a mother's day riley herps dude Thanks for doing this. You're going to have uh, some unique eyeballs on you this entire weekend, buddy. I'm excited about it and um, just so grateful again to run it. Thank you guys for having me. You got it. Riley Herbst here in the Freak Nation. More Freaks coming up from Lucas Oil Studios and on Mab TV. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Country music legend Dirk Bentley is hitting the road, and he's bringing his gravel and gold tour to Worldwide Technology Raceway. On you, cause the beer's on me. Sunday, June 4th, headlining the Confluence Music Festival. Go to wwtraceway.com or MetroTix to get your tickets now. Yeah, it feels like gold. Dirk Bentley, only on NASCAR Weekend, only at the Confluence Music Festival. One of the main reasons for poor vehicle performance is a dirty fuel system. It can cause decreased fuel economy and actually do harm to your engine over time. By adding Lucas Fuel Treatment to your vehicle, it cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system. Pump, carburetors, fuel injectors, and valves as you drive. It also improves your vehicle's performance. It's a non-solvent product designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment. It works. Whatever you do, General Tire delivers. There's a price war in the insurance business and you may be paying too much. Call the Term Lifeline right now and see if you can save 40%. Half million dollar plans and up, that's our specialty. Even great smokers rates. Protect your family today. Call the Term Lifeline right now for a free quote. 
866-549-TERM, 866-549-TERM, 866-549-TERM. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-883-3024. 800-883-3024. That's 800-883-3024. As a trucker, you've seen every kind of road condition out there. One of the toughest is icy, freezing weather, which can thicken diesel fuel and plug system filters. That's why you need Lucas Anti-Gel Cold Weather Diesel Treat. It prevents fuel gelling in extremely cold temperatures, lowers the cold filter plugging point of diesel and biodiesel fuels, and removes moisture from the entire fuel system. In turn, you get maximum performance and reliability. For more info, visit lucasoil.com. Lucas Oil, keep that engine alive. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. You are listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. More than 130 years ago, it's thought a British lord started the phrase lies, damn lies, and statistics. In this instance, the phrase defines last weekend's Nielsen numbers that said the NASCAR race had higher television ratings than the F1 race in the U.S. But diving deeper, the numbers say the F1 race had nearly 50% higher ratings than the most desirable demo, the 18 to 49-year-old viewers. Most certainly, the F1 race was boring in the extreme, and a venue that was boring. Apparently, it had no idea or reason to keep the viewers' interest throughout. You have to wonder why F1 is owned by Liberty Media, a company that owns television networks all over America. Liberty and F1 sell audiences to partners who pay with their sponsorships. And this year, the total audience numbers fell 38% year-over-year in Miami, 38% down. Further, Liberty F1 and the Miami Grand Prix should be concerned that the 18-49-year-old to 49 year old demo fell at least 12% from last year. So the larger issue might be this. 
this Formula One still growing in the TV habits of young U.S. viewers? Are they turned off by $250 watermelon salads, $275 nachos, and $500 tickets? Will we learn more at Coda in October or in Las Vegas in November? F1 already might be facing its own drive to survive in America. <laughs> lies, damn lies and statistics. Yeah. Buckle up. Spin between now and then at the end of the F1 season might be dizzying. Peace. Statman, I know you were off last Sunday night, but we spent some time talking about that freaking menu that you mm-hmm. so succinctly dove into in your in your scat. And I took the I took the alternative view in this where Crasher and Suave were, you know, the poor man conversation in this. And I said, why not, man? If you can get a taco salad with a strawberry and pay $250, if you can get $250 for that strawberry and taco salad, why not sell it for $250, that man? And it, that's fine. Just don't ask me to come. Don't ask me to watch. Don't ask me to care. If you want to, you know, if, if 1%, the top 1% here in the United States, that's what, 30, greater than 30 million. If you can get those people to watch, cool. Don't ask me to participate. Don't sell me to somebody that you want to reach me stuff. Yeah, leave me alone. Go away. Don't send me any email. Don't advertise for me. Nothing. So hold on a second. The top 1% of the United States you're saying is approximately 30 million people. And they had only a million-ish that watched Miami. So, yeah, they got a big market they can tap from. My math was wrong there. The top 1% would be 3 million. 3 million. Yes. Well, they're still, they're, they still have a big market to tap from. Wow. Yeah, well, but, you know, half those people, I'm, I'm making up numbers here, but most of those people aren't going to care. You know, I mean, most of those people couldn't spell F1 if you spotted them <laughs> the F. So, you know, that it's, it's not something that, you know, if you want, if you expect me to pay $88,000 for three days in Las Vegas or $275 for some watermelon, then we got a problem. I ain't going to do it. And n- neither are the, anybody, nobody that I know, including some of those one percenters, are going to do it. The reason why the one percenters are one percenters because they're not paying two seventy five <laughs> for some watermelon. <laughs> Very well. Now, hold true. on, stat, stat man. Let me throw this out there. What if your buddy Lewis Hamilton was sitting in the points lead like Max Verstappen? Would you would you pay two fifty for a taco salad and strawberry? If Lewis picked up the tab, <laughs> I'll I'll gladly pay it. Send him the expense account and say, "Lou, baby, me and you." And let you know that somebody asks me who's going to pick up the tab, where's the money? See that guy there in the car 44? Go get him. He's got it. He'll pay for it. This segment brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Do yourself a favor, Freak Nation. Go to generaltire.com. Find the tire for your ride. Summer's coming. Make sure you have a new set of General Tires on that hot rod as you travel across the country, hauling your family from coast to coast, border to border. Go to generaltire.com to find the tires at the Freaks right on that's generaltire.com again happy mother's day on a sunday night mad tv and the freak radio network the baddest mothers in motorsports Statman says um, 
Richard Petty's Mom. mother, right? Lee Petty's, right? Lee Petty's uh, wife. wife. I say Elizabeth Sh Petty, right? Yep, Elizabeth Petty. I say Shirley Muldowney. Richard C. Suave says Janet Guthrie, even though she hasn't. Hey, we should be celebrating all women on Mother's Day. It doesn't matter if they're a mother or not. Got that's it. How, that's what I. That's what I say. Well, everybody's a mother to somebody. Janet Guthrie had a, a had a pit crew that I'm sure she was mothering around because they were acting like idiots. I'm I'm just going to put it out there. It was the 70s. All they right. were. So maybe to Janet Guthrie's mother for having Janet yes, Guthrie. How about yes, that? Without question. Crasher, what's your choice for the baddest mother on the planet in motorsports? I know you. Well, you, you never said you wanted a millennial take, but you referenced that in the first segment. And so I immediately was changing my mind at that point. Here is a millennial's take. She used to be the wife of a racer, and now she is the mom of two incredible racers proving their dad's genes in winning ways. I'm going to go with Susie Weldon, mm. Dan Weldon's widow, who is now sitting on the sidelines of karting tracks all over the world with Sebastian and Oliver and just she's put everything on the line for them. And I think it, it, it doesn't even matter what Sebastian and Oliver eventually do with their karting careers. And if they go, go through the Formula Series, whether to IndyCar or to F1, Susie, she's mom of the year to me. Just badass in motorsports. To lose your husband in motorsports and then, holy smokes, have your two children follow your deceased husband in similar sport that he perished yep. maybe that's maybe that's a conversation we should have with her stat crash suave maybe it's therapy hmm. a little bit right it's almost like you're constantly watching your spouse mm -hmm. out there you're mm -hmm. watching his dna be as successful as he was able to make his dna so yeah with those little personalities that get tweaked as they get older it, to be more like the two of them as well. Absolutely. There's got to be something therapeutic. To I, it. Let me say this. And granted, um, I've never had to, never will have to go through what she went through. But I will say this. Now that my daughter is getting heavily involved in soccer, stat, crash, suave, know, know my affinity for soccer. Now that she's getting involved in competitive soccer, it's, it's so much fun to watch my daughter, daughter develop as a striker as a goalie, her skills, it to, to the point where you've heard about moms and dads trying to relive through their children, their golden years of sport or something. I find myself thinking about that. Like, I want to get my ass back out there <laughs> and play soccer because watching my daughter it just does something for you. Statman went through that it with his children. Richard sees uh, Crash might be going through it with her child. <laughs> so that, that might be there for her. Uh, in, a, in a different way with her husband of just watching their her <laughs> sons uh, come through the ranks in motorsport. What's the laugh for, Statman? I used, you were you you mangled a couple of metaphors there. <laughs> you were talking about crash, 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 yeah. and then after the after the comma, you were talking about Dan Weldon's widow. Right. <laughs> hey, leave it to me. Hey, I am the. Uh, the, the metaphor scrambler when it comes to that. But that, that's the only thing I, I can think of. I, stat man, watching your son play sports. I, w was there a certain feeling of watching him play that's like, this is greatness? Yeah, especially when he, he could drain threes that I couldn't even see. <laughs>
and he's he's an incredible golfer. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, he was uh, he was second team All City in Los Angeles. I mean, mm. come on, Oof. what? Wow. Uh, Wow. Yeah, all of that I could do is say, way to go, son. <laughs> right. Thanks for taking the gene pool and expanding it into greatness. You yeah. couldn't walk over there and show them how to hold a nine iron versus a driver, but you said, nice job, son. Yeah. No, I mean, the only, the only driver I could hold over him is the driving a car. Right. There you but uh, the driver he pulls out of the bag. No. Nope. And he can, he, he and his sister, I tell people they're like raptors at a poker table. You know, I tell people all the time, don't, don't get don't get in the game with them. All right. Yeah. It is it is throwback in wow. Darlington, and we're gonna throw it back uh, to the Freak Nation back in 2005 with legendary stock car pilot Dave Marcus, Mr. Wingtip. We're gonna do that next. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. And don't forget speedfreaks.tv. Motorsports Radio, redefined. At Lucas Oil, we take pride in creating problem-solving products to make your car care easier. We protect your vehicle and make it run longer so you can focus on the things that matter most. Whether it's commuting to work, visiting a loved one, taking the kids where they need to go, going to the big game, or anywhere life takes you, Lucas Oil is committed to getting you there for all of life's important moments. Lucas Oil, it works. General Tire delivers. Country music legend Dirk Bentley is hitting the road, and he's bringing his gravel and gold tour to Worldwide Technology Raceway. It's on you, cause the beer's on me. Sunday, June 4th, headlining the Confluence Music Festival. Go to www.raceway.com or Metrotex to get your tickets now. Yeah, it feels like gold. Dirk Bentley. Only on NASCAR Weekend. Only at the Confluence Music Festival. Dragging your knee at 100 miles per hour. Doing a double jump with some extreme flair. If you're into two-wheel racing, make a standing date for Tuesday night on MAV-TV. Two-Wheel Tuesday will showcase the world's best motorcycle racers on the most challenging tracks. Whether it's the treacherous high-speed ballet of road racing or the handlebar-to-handlebar combat of the dirt arenas, MAV-TV has your two-wheel fix every week on Two-Wheel Tuesday. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time 
time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-883-3024. 800-883-3024. 800-883-3024. That's 800-883-3024. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-273-7075-800-273-7075-800-273-7075. That's 800-273-7075. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. I can't say it enough, Freak Nation. Thank you, Lucas Oil, for making this thing possible. Coming up next month, 23 years from the Lucas Oil Studios, a great website to check out to find all the products you need to keep your rides fat and happy. Go to lucasoil.com. That's lucasoil.com. Speaking of the Lucas Oil Studios, when we took this radio show into TV the first time on Speed Channel, do the math here, 18 years ago, we had the Lucas Oil Studios with us. And with it being a throwback weekend at Darlington, why not? Let's throw it back to 2005, Sedalia, Missouri, with the legend that is Dave Marcus, Mr. Wingtip, who's been involved in NASCAR so many decades. It's a great throwback with Dave Marcus joining Stat, Crash, and our former host, Lug. Uh, Just enjoy this ride for a little bit, 2005, and Dave Marcus. We've talked to him a number of times on the radio show. But now we get him on the freaking TV show. 32 straight Daytona 500s, 800 and some odd stock car, NASCAR races. This is insane. Would you please welcome David Lee Marcus? What's up there, Dave? Well, I don't know. Just here in Missouri having a good time. Uh, right. Practicing the outlaw car the other night at Danny's. That was a new experience. Done the golf tournament yesterday. Had a fantastic time there. Maybe drank a little too much. Hit a no. few trees with golf balls and things like that. You know, that's the thing about it, and, and, and let me tell the Freak Nation, we're here doing a couple of things. We're raising some money for the Michael Ross Foundation by playing golf, and we had a few cocktails out there on the, the golf course. Yes, we did. Yeah, we had a few cocktails out there on Just the golf healthy course. healthy fruit, that's all. Yeah, yeah. Help. It was a lot of healthy fruit, yes. Well, you yes. see your game improve, you know, as you go on, as, you know, when you start out. And then as you have a few cocktails and the game goes on, you get pretty damn good that's by when, the end. That's when you know, Dave, that a sport is an event and not a sport or an activity. When you get better by the amount of alcohol you consume, it cannot be a sport. Golf and, is and not a sport. Sorry, Golf Channel. Sorry. We threw a new rule in yesterday, too, an E-I-R-I deal we had going with our guys. 
And that's except in rare instances. Brilliant! <laughs> except, except in rare instances. E-I-R-I. Except you, in rare instances. So if you didn't make a putt, okay. and I hadn't golfed in two years, it was an E-I-R-I, I shot it over. Oh, that's I see. Well, that's what that could, We could use that in our show here. <laughs> Daily. You, you had some very, very interesting comments to make about one of the best World of Outlaws drivers right now on the planet, Danny Lasowski. You, you're not impressed with the guy because you think he's got a little physical handicap, a little physically challenged, huh? Well, yeah. Jim Sauter and I always told him, you know, if he had a pair of balls, he would be tough. <laughs> How dare you, man? That, that is my brother in, uh, in nature, so to speak. We both are one short in the old bag department, and I can't believe you throw Lasowski under the bus like that. Well, then I don't understand the S at the end of yours. Lug nuts. <laughs> That's why it's a Z. It's a Z. We're going to leave that alone. That's oh, my oh, ER, oh. I think. All right. <laughs> going to have to put a circle on there with a line through it, like no left turn right. or something like that. We got Dave All Marcus right. here in the Speed Freaks pits. Before we go to break, Statman, give him something, will you? No, I just want to know about you're known for wearing wingtips when you race. How many pairs of those wingtips do you have? I believe I have around six pair, maybe. And of course, one pair got sold last night, so I'm going to be. Less one pair for five after grand. For five, somebody paid five thousand dollars for your shoes. Yes, they did. Who wow. did that? Was that Ron Caps, funny car driver? I don't know. There was three or four of them bidding on it, and they were bidding on a diecast car that I had there. And somebody said, if you'll throw the wingtips in after the race tonight, we'll start at five thousand. So right. I agreed to do it, there and it the bidding went on. They got up to fifty-seven hundred. We continue our conversation. NASCAR pilot and I rock test pilot to this day. Dave Marcus, you've been testing these IROC cars for, what, almost 30 years now? Yeah, pretty close. So I think about 1973, Mark Donahue actually got me involved in the series to help test them. Wow. Okay, let's, let's stick on that Mark Donahue topic because you guys knew each other back in the day. We were just talking before the show about what kind of car you never raced but you wish you would have, and you said Indy cars, and it was because of a Mark Donahue accident. What happened with that whole story? Well, I was asked by Roger Penske to go to Fontana, California and test, or Ontario at the time, Ontario, California, and test the Indy car and see if I wanted to drive it out there. And at that time, I was involved with Penske Racing doing the AMC Matador. And um, I, I, we had a good program going with the Matador. I thought we could win the race that weekend at uh, Darlington, South Carolina, Labor Day weekend. So I chose to concentrate on that. and. It's something I always look back on and said, man, I should have done it because it would have been the best team owner in the sport. You told Roger Penske no. That's a headline in itself. Sucks. <laughs> I, bet, I, bet, I bet the reason why you said no really is because the wingtips wouldn't fit in the car. I, I think they'd fit in there. Would you have driven, would you have driven an Indy car with the wingtips too? I guess if it would have been allowed, yes. Wow. <laughs> the Matador, I'm I was sure involved. <laughs> That's amazing. The Matador, I was involved in the AMC Pacer program. <laughs> Not to Pacer. That's <laughs> <laughs> not a good car, was they it? They did have an AMC Pacer program <laughs> in, sto in sports car racing. Stand yeah. no. They raced them in the old Trans Am. Oh, and, and yes, they did. Oh, yeah. yeah. See? Yeah. See, I would have been all right in my we're, Pacer. Well, we're separated at birth, me and Dave. <laughs> we got Dave Marcus, NASCAR legend here at the Speed Freaks Pits. Give me a story. Who was your nemesis? We can read all the Internet websites, and they can play it up. Who was your? Who did you not like, Dave Marcus, on the track? Go ahead. You're in the Freak Nation, buddy. Who did you not like running against? I I pretty much got along with everyone. Now, I come mean, on, no, Dave. you did well, not. Well, I mean, I well. There's one guy that you would like to see in the wall. But the differences between then and now is when we had a difference, it generally got settled then and there, and you didn't carry it on down the road, and you didn't go to the press and and get the press to back you up by 
bad-mouthing somebody, you pretty much handled the situation right then and there on How? the racetrack. So is there anybody that you had to handle the situation with there at the racetrack? Well, you know, Kale Yarbrough and I are very good friends, but we had a difference one time at Jackson, Michigan, and Kale kept banging into the side of me. I believe it was 1976. I was in the K&K Insurance Dodge. I went on the radio. I said to Harry Hyde, my crew chief, I said, Harry, Kale hits me one more time. I just want you to know. I've not lost my mind, but I'm going to spin him out. <laughs> and Harry come back on. He said, if that SOB hits you again, you just get it handled. So next lap, turn three and four, Kale hits me. Come off of four, I hit him, spin him out. Both of us go spinning down the front straightaway in front of the entire pack. We were running first and second, back and forth. Down to the grass, it had rained that morning. Back up on the racetrack, no one hit either one of us. We both continued on to finish the race, and I, I don't believe Kale ended up winning it, but he may have, but we both finished, you know, up front yet, third or fourth or something like that. So. Would you have punched him out first? Would you have punched him out first, or would Kale have punched you? Well, I mean, after the race, his crew chief come to me and wanted right. to make an incident out of it, and basically my reply to him was is that, hey, only two people know what went on. That's Kale and I, and right. we handled it, and it settled. As far as I'm concerned, anything he says is what I say. That was the end of the story. Nice. Dave Marcus, thank you very much for coming to the Speed Freaks Pits. Anytime we can get you back in here, would you be happy to come back? Yeah, I'd be glad to. I have a question for yeah. you, Kenny, and Lugnuts and Stat. Now, right. Crash Gladys, I can understand. Right. Earrings, beautiful on a lady, but why you guys? What do they do? What do they mean? <laughs> Gotta know. Let's turn, the, let's turn the cameras off, and I'll tell you why, okay? <laughs> Even the fights have throwbacks. <laughs> wow. Wow. A throwback with Dave Marcus, 2005. Statman, some of the things that were coming out of his mouth, our mouth. Holy smokes. The Matador program, baby. Yeah, nowadays, though, they don't even talk to the crew chief. They just take care of it inside the car. You get me one more. The greatest line in 23 years of Speed Freaks. The greatest line is from Bobby Allison. Okay who said that the fight they had at Daytona in 78, he couldn't understand why Kale Yarborough kept taking his face and hitting his fist with it. <laughs> that's that's a, if not the greatest. That's the top two. That, that yes. was one of the wonderful moments in Speed Treats history. Again, throwback. <laughs> wonderful moment in history. As a as a producer of the show, you go back and watch some of that stuff and some of the drops that we were airing. Yeah. During that show. <laughs> Talking about man's privates. Thank goodness we're on, you know, after 10 o'clock on the East Coast on Mad TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for the re-airing of those drops. No, I mean we're live after 10 p.m. Eastern, Crasher. Okay, so then it's yeah, right, so I, right. I mean, I don't know if that's gonna save us. But <laughs> Uh, I, I do know that um, we've got some incredible throwbacks with young drivers at the time mm -hmm. and older drivers at the time. Dave Marcus was born in 41, so where does that put him? 82? 81? 82? Yes. Still alive. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Wait a minute. Is he still around? I think yeah. Dave Marcus. No, he's still around. Freak Nation, second hour of the Freaks coming up. I'm going to like this one. Max Ansi. 250 Supercross pilot, one in East Rutherford, and I 
I could hear the collective cheer inside the Supercross world when this guy won the Mudfest. We'll find out why coming up next hour. Also, Jesse Love won Talladega and recently won Kansas flying on those general tires in the ARCA series. He'll be here in the Freak Nation. Big second hour coming up. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, motorsports radio, redefined. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-883-3024. 800-883-3024. That's 800-883-3024. From the labs of Lucas Oil Products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. General Tire delivers. Are you worried about your taxes? Okay, so I'm talking to those of you out there that have not filed in a few years with the IRS or state. It's time to get worried, and here's why. The IRS is getting back from their own COVID lockdown, and they're hiring more enforcers, and they're going to come after people that owe taxes. So if you're a 1099 worker, and maybe you just plain forgot to file your taxes, you need to call the professionals right now at the tax helpline. They are experts at knowing the tax regulations and their goal is to help you pay as little as possible. Call right now and get a 100% free tax evaluation. Remember, before the IRS knocks on your door, knock on our door. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, make this free call right now. Call taxes 321 now at 800-808-9443. 800-808-9443. That's 800-808-9443. 
biggest racing series in America is coming to your town. It's time to mark your calendar. Get ready for the wildest festival of speed in the Midwest. The Enjoy Illinois 300, presented by Ticket Smarter. It doesn't get any bigger than this. Don't be on the outside looking in. Get your tickets now at www.raceway.com. Watching part by the Office of Illinois Tourism and Illinois South Tourism. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Second hour of the Freaks, Freak Nation. And if you see another face on there besides Richard C. Suave, that's the face of Max Ansi. We'll get to him in moments. Second hour of the Freaks coming up this hour. Jesse Love will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. ARCA Series winner on those general tires from Talladega and Kansas. You be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, our website, speedfreaks.tv. We're there for you on Facebook. And as you know, Freak Nation, we typically have Two-wheel pilots from Supercross here in the Freak Nation on Sunday nights. And we chased this guy down after the East Rutherford Mud Fest. 250s, 450s there in the mud. And when Max Antsy won the race, I didn't realize, Max, how popular you were within the community of Supercross. And the big deal was I can't wait to hear and see how Max acts on stage when he gets the trophy. Good to get you in here, bud. Oh, thank you very much. No, I uh, I appreciate it. It's um, you know, definitely been uh, been a, a long uh, a long road to get to get to this point and to um to 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 win a race is uh, something special for for myself and my team. Um, we're uh, yeah, we're put a good group of people together and um and done a good job. So we've. Still got uh, this last round to go, but definitely, um, definitely, you know, feeling good and, and solid so far with, uh, with with how it's all been. Hey, Max, it's it's no secret. Yeah, you've had your struggles, but you can ride a bike. I mean, you, you've proven that you can win and you can compete. But what what has what's been the issue with you uh, to not podium so much? What's so, what's the problem? So, well, I, I wouldn't say it's a problem. I'd say. Um, knowing the, the the history of of what I've been doing, I, I, I went back and raced. Um, I went and raced the the World Championship, the the MXGP World Championship for um, I don't know, since 2011, uh, mm-hmm. since 20 to 2020. So um, yeah, nine years, nine seasons of uh, of MXGP. Had a lot of success over there. Uh, won the Motocross Nations in 2017, um, and that that's primarily outdoor based i mean that is just all outdoor based uh motocross and and um 
uh, and then I got the opportunity to come back to the States and um, and had this opportunity with the five power Honda team to, to race a 250. And it's um, one of those where I always dreamed of racing Supercross when I was younger. And, and uh, to get this opportunity, even later in my career, as it were, um, I, I think it's something that I had to grab with both hands and, and make the most of. And, and I, I'm lucky I've been surrounded with a, with a good group of guys and um, we've been, they've been able to give me a platform that's a package that's competitive with, uh, with, with, with the top guys. Um, so, so yeah, I, I think we're, we're in a good spot. It's arguably my, this is my first full season of Supercross since mm. 2010. You know, I, I raced a season of Supercross in 2010 when I was 16 then I went back to Europe and race, and, and I've done odd races here and there. I, I tried to do 450 stuff last year, and then my team ended up folding up halfway through the year. Um, so I didn't really get a good run of it. Um, and this year has been the first time that I've done a, a full 250 championship and, and been able to get the ball rolling and, and get some good results like like we've had. You know, you reference World Motocross, World Supercross. There's now Super Motocross going on. Is it destructive to the sport to have so many different sanctioning bodies, so many different series going on, or is it healthy? And we need these series to be competing healthily against each other. I, I think it's good. I think it's a good thing. I think um, at the end of the day, America is the land of Supercross. And and, and as a kid all over the world, you know, I'm, I'm from the UK, I'm from England, you dream of getting to America and racing Supercross. <laughs> it's a long way away and it's far and it's hard to do. And how do you get there? How is the road to get there? Now there is this World Supercross Championship, um, which is allowing uh, fans and kids from from all over the place to be able to, to see that. You know, I'm going back home to, to England to race. The first round is in Birmingham. It's, it's an hour away from where I live. Um, Germany, France, you've got all over the place, Australia, Canada, um, Supercross worldwide is what the sport needs, definitely. Um, and, then, and then there's the difference between outdoors. There's obviously the US outdoors and then the World World Motocross Championship. I, you know, it, it's good. I honestly think um, I think it's good for the sport. I think it's definitely the Supercross World, uh, the World Supercross Series is going to grow Supercross, just getting fans from other countries. It still doesn't take anything away from the U.S. Supercross. You know, U.S. U.S. Supercross is the the top of the top, and it's what every where everyone wants to win and and be at. Now, where did you hone your mud skills? Let's just get back to it. Where in the world did you were you able to ride so damn well in the slop? Well, I'm from England. Yeah, I did do some research on the weather. Um, it rained there a lot. You go. But I mean. It's it's one of the yeah. Well, watch watch any uh, any Disney movie or, or anything where they go to England. It's always raining. Um, <laughs> but um, but it honestly the mud um, it it can be you can be really lucky or you can not be lucky. You can crash in the first turn, it's all over, or you can get mud in your goggles, whatever. But I was very surprised. The Dirtworks crew, the the track guys there, did a great job because the track was still raceable. Like we were jumping the jumps. It wasn't like yes, it was wet. But we were able to jump. Like, it, it was weird. It, I I was kind of expecting it to be, like, just a bog and everyone's getting stuck. And we went out there, and, and I was lucky enough to hold shot. And I'm, like, thinking, man, I need to – do I triple this? Do I double this? Do I, like – do I send this? Because it's – I don't know how soft this is going to be. But the track was fine. The track actually – you know, our lap times are only 10 seconds a lap slower than – I think it might even be closer than that than 
than what they were when they were dry. So it wasn't, it, although it was wet, it wasn't terrible, which was which was a, a you know great great testament to the to the crew that to do the work on the track. I think um, I, I think they done a, a great job. Max Ansey, something you said earlier resonated with me about going to a new team. Uh, I know if you keep waking up in the morning, you're not going to remember things. And I know when you get to this new team, you don't know everybody's name. You don't know the boss from the guy who gets the coffee in the morning. How do you, how long does it take for that to happen? And what's the frustration level while it's happening? That's, that's a good question. That's actually not one that, um, that's not a question that gets asked much, but it's, I mean, honestly, a year is short. I, I, it takes, I personally, I've, I've been with this team nearly a year now, and it's taken this long to gel with everyone. No, you know, not when you're pushing people's buttons or when, how to get the best out of the group of people around you. That's one side of things, the vibe, how to get the best out of the crew when things are not going. So it's easy when you're, when you're doing well, everyone's happy. But when you're not, it's pulling everyone together. The other side of it is is the bike and the 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 bike and the settings on the bike. You, it takes a long time, and also doesn't matter how many practice laps you do. When you get to a race, it's always going to feel a little different. So it takes the full season to get your notes. I mean, just before I came on here, I was writing my notes down from today because I was doing a load of testing. It's it's the team do that, but I I do I do it myself as well. Because then next year, when I look back on uh, East Rutherford, when it was dry, I can go, oh, this is a sentence I ran. This is how I felt, um, this, this, and this. It's hard to do that when you're always switching bikes and switching teams. You can't go from a, a Kawasaki to a Honda and go, oh, this setting's going to work from that bike to that, because it doesn't. So I think consistency with that is key. And I also think consistency with the people around you. Being able to come in and go, um, there's a problem, and they trust you, uh, or going uh, like, or if you're not feeling it that day, just they can go, oh, you don't look super comfortable. Maybe we're going to change this because we know this worked in the past. Um, it, yeah, definitely. When you first get to a team, if you turn around and say to them, "This thing sucks," and there's definitely a problem with it, they're looking at you like, "What?" And then, and then the thing goes and breaks. It's like, okay, you should have trusted me. Now it takes it takes a year or so to to build that trust and win together, lose together. I think that's the that's the most the most important thing. And, and you learn as we're going. All right, uh, Max Antsy joining us here in the Freak Nation, East Rutherford winner in the Mudfest East West Shootout. Put the put a beat down on the Lawrence brothers. Uh, but more importantly, did your mom have? Something to do. it's it's Mother's Day here in the states. I don't know what the hell you have over in England. But, yeah, I know it's it's different. I I I literally um I was thinking about that the other day. The uh, I, I don't know why Father's Day is the same. I'm pretty sure Mother's Day is uh is completely different. Um, I think Mother's <laughs> Day in England's in March. I, mean, I should know this, but I don't. Um, but but no, of course, of course. Uh, my 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 mom was influential. She was over a few weeks ago. She uh, she got to come to Daytona. Um, to watch me uh, watch me race and um, and and she, she yeah, the, the flight from the UK uh, over to, to to the east coast of America is not is not too bad so um, yeah no of course she was an influential uh, part in, in my career growing up and, and allowed me to do do what I um, 
do what I do. And now, you know, now I've got a little guy. He's he's only one, and 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 my wife's coming with me this weekend to the race, and it's it's Mother's Day from the little guy. So it's it's definitely um you know a, a special uh, a special one this weekend for for Mother's Day, and and um yeah, I, I'm just excited to be. To be here in America and, and, and a part of it in, in the States. Uh, coming up in moments, Kyle Bush has something to say about uh, a throwback in Indianapolis. We'll get to that. But Max, we appreciate you taking time out and joining us, buddy. No worries. I, uh, I appreciate it anytime. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. From the lab to Lucas Oil products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works. General Tire delivers. Are you worried about your taxes? Okay, so I'm talking to those of you out there that have not filed in a few years with the IRS or state. It's time to get worried, and here's why. The IRS is getting back from their own COVID lockdown, and they're hiring more enforcers, and they're going to come after people that owe taxes. So if you're a 1099 worker, and maybe you just plain forgot to file your taxes, you need to call the professionals right now at the tax helpline. They are experts at knowing the tax regulations and their goal is to help you pay as little as possible. Call right now and get a 100% free tax evaluation. Remember, before the IRS knocks on your door, knock on our door. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, make this free call right now. Call taxes 321 now at 800-808-9443. 800-808-9443. That's 800-808-9443. The worlds of music and racing collide at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Buddy, that's on you, cause the beer's on me. Dirk Bentley is bringing his gravel and gold tour to the Confluence Music Festival. Part of the NASCAR Cup Series and Joy Illinois 300. Dirk Bentley, only on NASCAR Weekend. Only at the Confluence Music Festival. Go to www.raceway.com now. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. You are listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined.
more than 130 years ago, it's thought a British lord started the phrase lies, damn lies, and statistics. In this instance, the phrase defines last weekend's Nielsen numbers that said the NASCAR race had higher television ratings than the F1 race in the U.S. But diving deeper, the numbers say the F1 race had nearly 50% higher ratings than the most desirable demo, the 18 to 49-year-old viewers. Most certainly, the F1 race was boring in the extreme, and a venue that was boring. Apparently, it had no idea or reason to keep the viewers' interest throughout. You have to wonder why F1 is owned by Liberty Media, company that owns television networks all over America. Liberty and F1 sell audiences to partners who pay with their sponsorships. And this year, the total audience numbers fell 38% year over year in Miami. 38% down. Further, Liberty F1 and the Miami Grand Prix should be concerned that the 18 to 49 year old demo fell at least 12% from last year. So the larger issue might be this. Is Formula One still growing in the TV habits of young U.S. viewers? Are they turned off by $250 watermelon salads, $275 nachos, and $500 tickets? Will we learn more at Coda in October or in Las Vegas in November? F1 already might be facing its own drive to survive in America. Lies, damn lies, and statistics. Buckle up spin between now and then at the end of the F1 season might be dizzying. Peace. Coming up, the comment about Indianapolis and the Oval out of Kyle Busch's mouth. We'll get to that. It's your Statman Scat brought to you by our good friends at Lucas Oil. Go to lucasoil.com to find the right product to keep your rides on the road inside your engine, outside your engine, Lucas Oil has the product to keep your cars fat and happy. Can we go on to his lies, lies, and more lies? Yes, that's where I was going. Uh, Statman teed it up for yes. us with this Sunday. Well, here's the deal, though. You lied because you said tickets were only $500. Come on. They were more than that in Miami. They were $500,000, maybe. Five hundred. Who had a five hundred dollar ticket? If you want to go and stand and sweat, then, then yeah, you can pay $500. Not have a seat. Find a, a video screen and uh, look for some shade where none existed. Mm, you know, I don't know one. if this conversation is going to punch tickets. People may be turning it off because they're already done with Formula One. That was so last weekend. And but according it's still to, so fun to punch them. Yeah. And according to Statman, it was done before it even happened for a lot of people. Do you think they go one more year with the same setup and same presentation and then let it really hit rock bottom before they make a visible change, maybe an actual physical change somewhere else. Because well, you heard what the discussion was this past week with doing it under the lights. Yes, there's that. But you, that, that still, and I wish Statman was here last weekend, but again, family takes precedence. When Kansas is typically your most boring race mm -hmm. of all the cookie cutters, and that thing surpasses Formula One, tenfold when passing and wrecks and punches and lead changes this how does we're in a day and age now where again stat man when we started speed freaks it's like oh we had five passes for the lead in formula one and people were applauding that <laughs> you know when an 18 year old a 22 year old don't they need to see more than 
five lead changes and dudes working their way up from the 10 and 11 spot that aren't called max for stopping. Isn't that what we need to see to bring some of these, to keep some of these eyeballs and to bring some of these eyeballs back stat? You and I do, but I always go back to, I was at Irwindale Speedway in Southern California, finally event of the formula drift season and uh, champion was going to be crowned after the final run that they did one more time. And if in the five minutes to set it all up, I'd look and there were hundreds of people that were leaving and going to their cars. So evidently uh, they expect different things in this new generation of motorsports fans. They expect different things from a race than we did when we were coming up. We wanted to see winners and losers. They just want to see the action and get on with their lives. Millennial. I, I, I tend to agree with that 100%. He's not wrong at all. That's what people want nowadays. That's why people are, are navigating to different sports. That's why Major League Baseball had to completely pivot away from their way of doing things and make games shorter. Like We have short-ass attention spans as younger people. And Formula One doesn't write. They do the race in two hours, which is good for your television audience of younger people. And I think, Statman, that's playing into your scat. And you mentioned it. And this is the thing that stood out to me, too. And I saw the ratings. Formula One blew away NASCAR in the 18 to 49 demographic. And if you're, if you're Liberty Media, that's who you're going after. That's your TV audience moving forward. That's the fan base you're looking to grow. And NASCAR is just not going to cut it. They're not going to keep my attention span for four hours six hours watching the Coca-Cola 600 coming up here in a couple weeks. Like they're not going to do it. So mm-hmm. that's the one thing I will give formula one credit for any card does the same exact thing, which is give me a two hour package to watch a race. And it's, and it's genius. You're in, you're out, you know, you can plan ahead. You know, I got two hours to watch it and I can move on with my day and watch the rest of the watch the rest of the day. Does it make a difference in person? Absolutely. I think this past weekend in Miami, they didn't have any feeder series with them, right? It was just, Literally just those four sessions. They had the three qualifying sessions, or sorry, the three practice sessions, qualifying in the race. That's it. I don't know if that's the way to moving forward. They need to have more feeder series, more support series to get people more to watch at the mm-hmm. racetrack rather than just having a massive party like it is. But uh Statman, yeah, you were right in your scat where it's in and right there where give me two hours, man. That's all I want. So I can move on with my day. I got too much else going on. <laughs> I've got a feeling we've got about three, four minutes left in this. Let's move the Kyle Bush comment to the last segment yep. of the show because I, I want to drag this on a little bit longer than what I intended to. And I think I'm going to try and dovetail into this where you're talking about shorter races. When it comes to the NFL, we look forward to Sundays when it comes to football. College football, same. We know that there's going to be four quarters. We know how long it's going to last. The games could last six hours, frankly, but as we know, there aren't 30 NFL games. There aren't 30 college games. They leave you wanting more, which, again, NASCAR doesn't do it. Formula One to a degree and IndyCar to a degree. And also when it comes to superstars in the series, superstars in the series, And again, I'm not really the target demo for a lot of these people, but I live in Phoenix, and my home team is in the playoffs taking on Denver. I haven't made any special effort to watch that that series. But I have made effort and time to watch the Warriors and the Lakers because 
I feel like I know those two teams and their players much better than I do with Phoenix and Denver. And it has to do with superstar status. You kidding Whoa, me? Devin Booker, KD. Wait, what? No. I know Chris to... Paul's injured, but wait a minute. Wait, Phoenix has plenty of superstars. At, but they, they haven't sold me. LeBron James and Steph Curry have sold me. And I know that uh, LeBron James and their, their center. Uh, AD. Yeah, yeah, AD. I know they're chasing championships, but that's what Chris Paul's doing. That's what Kevin Durant – that's what every veteran is doing at this point. But those big names, Clay Thompson, those names just – they sell me. They sell me to watch – two or three quarters of those games. And we don't have Devin it in Booker, a lot of motorsports. Devin Booker, scores 150 points a game, does not sell you? No. Nope. Whoa. Nope. Sorry. Well, that's on you. Y- yes. <laughs> I yeah. That's the point. It's on the viewer. <laughs> and they're trying. They don't know. They, they're missing the fact that Kenny is the product, not the basketball, not the talking heads at ESPN. Kenny is the product. That's the only thing anybody wants to buy is Kenny or Crash or me. And when they lose sight of that, then they say, well, the games can be as long as they want. The games can happen whenever they want. How come you don't want to watch the game? I don't want to watch the game because you haven't sold me the game. Doesn't matter who wins and loses the game. It's like buying, going to the store and buying a bag of potato chips, and you open it up, and there's four potato chips in it and a roach. So, you, you <laughs> when did that happen to you? Oh my god! <laughs> so, you know, it, you've got to put together a product that somebody wants, and they'll want again, and they'll want again. So, yeah, it, it's 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 simple. The hammer. Jesse Love winning on those general tires at Talladega in the Arca Series, Arca Series, and in Kansas. He joins us coming up next. And what Kyle Bush had to say about Indianapolis, the road course versus the oval. Will you agree? We'll find out coming up after Jesse the Hammer Love, Speed Freaks Pits, and the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. At Lucas Oil, we take pride in creating problem-solving products to make your car care easier. We protect your vehicle and make it run longer so you can focus on the things that matter most. Whether it's commuting to work, visiting a loved one, taking the kids where they need to go, going to the big game, or anywhere life takes you, Lucas Oil is committed to getting you there for all of life's important moments. Lucas Oil. It works. General Tire delivers. Country music legend Dirk Smedley is hitting the road, and he's bringing his gravel and gold tour to Worldwide Technology Raceway. On you, cause the beer's on me. Sunday, June 4th, headlining the Confluence Music Festival. Go to www.raceway.com or MetroTix to get your tickets now. Yeah, it feels like gold. Dirk Smedley. 
only on NASCAR Weekend, only at the Confluence Music Festival. Dragging your knee at 100 miles per hour, doing a double jump with some extreme flair. If you're into two-wheel racing, make a standing date for Tuesday night on MAV-TV. Two-Wheel Tuesday will showcase the world's best motorcycle racers on the most challenging tracks. Whether it's the treacherous high-speed ballet of road racing or the handlebar-to-handlebar combat of the dirt arenas, MAV-TV has your two-wheel fix every week on Two-Wheel Tuesday. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-883-3024. 800-883-3024. That's 800-883-3024. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers and the Annuity Rate Report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-273-7075-800-273-7075-800-273-7075-800-273-7075 You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined Lucas Hall Studios, Freak Nation, coming up on 23 years of doing this, Stat Man, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, and back in the Freak Nation. One of the greatest names in all of sports. When you when you can have a name like Jesse, which is kind of avant-garde anyway, then you throw a love in there. Jesse Love, the love doctor, uh, mm. joining us here in the Freak Nation. Jesse, do you have a, <laughs> do you have a nickname like that yet? Well, it's funny you say that because on a different podcast, the Door Bumper Clear podcast, they were talking about um how i have a certain type of name and uh my nickname's the hammer technically um but i've heard the love doctor thrown out a lot over the last uh, few weeks hold on but that i was gonna get to that is how did you get the hammer who gave you the hammer how did it come about yeah my uncle john so he gave me the nickname when i was running off to qualify in a quarter midget when i was like 10 8 years old um it the i ran like a lot of uh fast classes before i got out of it like world formula uh, light B, light A, and I would always hold them wide open, kind of no matter what track we go to. And 
Uh, obviously, he must have had a good setup too, but I would always just hold it wide open. And I was like one of the only people that would hold a, a B or an A, uh, which are two different classes, uh, wide open. So uh, that's kind of why they, you know, called me the hammer. I always drop it, I guess. Nice. <laughs> Jesse Love, ARCA Series winner from Kansas, Talladega. We go on and on and on, rolling on those general tires. And I'm sure Statman has something to contribute to this, but you're rattling off all these different series and different classes in motorsports and driving in particular that I I lost track when I first said your name. How does a guy your age, you're, you're not old enough to drink, how does a guy your age know how to hop into these different cars and drive these things like the hammer to victory is this innate is this something that you learn were you born with i mean i i think you have to have you know the it fat factor that uh, god has blessed me with when i was born at least i like to think and um but no i mean I, my dad did a great job you know raising me as a race car driver that can kind of run anything um, I grew up running quarter midgets, go-karts, and then I went outlaw kart racing, micro racing, uh, midget racing, sprint car racing, late model racing, legend car, bando, like you name it, I probably drove it. So um, across all different, you know, disciplines as well, like coming up here, I'm running, um, you know, I'm being like, there's a nine day stretch coming up, starts next Wednesday where I'm going to drive um, three different cars on three different disciplines, road course, um, oval and dirt and i'm gonna be in a car for eight of those nine days in two different states at three different tracks so it's uh it's pretty intense for sure <clears throat> i'm starting to get a little bit nervous about it as we speak just kind of getting closer to it it's it's a lot of racing so um i don't know i've always looked up to guys like kyle larson and christopher bell aj foyt tony stewart that can kind of get in any different car and drive you know and, and win races in it so um i'm still you know trying to get to that you know you know uh, name list one day, but uh, I think we're doing a decent job at it right now. So one of the natural progressions from there would be, hey, was it always stock cars that you wanted to go into? Was that your feeder series line, your your future goal, or were you open to anything? I was open to anything for sure. You know, mm -hmm. I, I wanted to uh, be an IndyCar driver at one point, a, a NASCAR driver, a, an outlaw driver. It kind of just, you know, changed, you know, by the week. But um, as I kind of got you know, more into the NASCAR stuff, I realized that I wanted to be, um, you know, on the stage at Homestead one day, you know, hoisting up a, a cup championship. So uh, that's my end goal. That's what I want to do more than anything is be a, a cup champion and, and win a lot of those championships. And I also have my own, you know, goals as well, winning a Chili Bowl driller, um, winning the Oxford Nationals and Silver Crown races, midget races, things like that. I want to win Indiana Midget Week one day. So um, there's a lot of things that I have on the side that I want to do as well, but, uh, you know, winning a cup championship stuff with that, uh, that, you know, highest echelon. I didn't quite hear the Indy 500 or the 24 hours of Daytona. Maybe those as well. Yeah. You know, the Daytona or the 24 hours Daytona doesn't, you know, have a whole lot of, uh, you know, meaning to me. I'd never grew up, you know, watching it, but like I, like anything, it's something that I still want to race and be a part of one day. I love road racing and I think I have kind of a knack for the sports car stuff. I ran some touring car stuff last year and, um, have some trophies up here from, you know, sweeping the weekend at Sonoma. So, um, that would be cool for sure. And, and obviously any 500 to me is, is the biggest race in the world. So, um, I don't know how I blanked out on that or how I forgot that I, <laughs> you guys, though. And, um, but yeah, to me, that's the, the biggest race, the biggest single race that you can win, um, but that would be very hard to, to accomplish. Jesse Love, 
my man, we talked about, I don't know, a year or so ago in, um, where was it? Uh, man, they all run together. Absolutely. Ohio? Eldora. Toledo. I think it was Watkins Glen or something. Yeah, I think it was Toledo. And the one thing I noticed listening to you now, dude, is that uh, your voice is a little deeper. I bet. Yeah, are you uh, are you also shaving, dude? Yeah, I, I had to shave this morning. You know, I get a really full, thick beard if I don't. Really? No. No. <laughs> no. played. <laughs> so, in addition, in addition to learning how to drive all these cars, you uh, stand in front of the mirror and and practice. Yeah, I mean, I definitely got something to shave off. You know, I've been I've been focusing on my skincare lately, so uh, got to look good. They send you to school, to, so you're not intimidated by uh, idiot questions from you know dumb guys like me. No, I mean, I I you know grew up a Christian, so to me, everybody's everybody's the same, you know, brother or sister, and uh, I don't get you know too intimidated by anybody I talk to. But you know, when I was younger. Uh, I did you know speech and debate, and I would kind of get a little bit tripped up on, on my words. I still do. And my dad would make me sit down. He'd give me a list of, uh, you know, top ten most recent or, or frequently asked interview questions, and I'd sit there for uh, about two hours every Wednesday night and have to answer them perfectly. So we have to restart. So my dad was uh, my dad was very smart with with how he raised me and, and being able to, uh, you know, represent my sponsors well and interview well. <laughs> and this, and this extra funny stuff has just kind of been shooting from the hip over the last few years. Mm-hmm. Been developing that. Good wow. Good that. I mean, even from the Toledo conversation, this is a few more steps down the road. You're going into turn three right now. From yeah, after- I, was, I was probably a nervous wreck at Toledo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were. But, you know, I gave you that. You were young. I think the shirt I had on was older than you at the time. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you were you come out of turn two real strong and uh, going mm-hmm. to three, like you really know what's going on here. I appreciate that. Thank you, Jesse Love. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. that too. So, what does intimidate you? You've definitely got people, the knack of people down. What does intimidate you? Um, you know, going fast in a race car, right? It depends where we're going. You know, I have a I'm, I'm in the works for hopefully being in a silver crown car at the miles this year. And uh, that's something that I've, I've never, you know, done, you know, on a mile in a, in a open wheel car, but obviously I won at the miles last year and um, have been really fast on the dirt in the last, you know, few months, few years. So, you know, that stuff's intimidating, but you know, I'm pretty big on, you know, bravery and having a good mindset and it's okay to be scared, but you kind of have to walk through the, uh, the scared part anyway. That's kind of where bravery lies is being able to be scared and do something anyway. So that's kind of what I've worked on the last few years. Obviously Kansas is intimidating. I've never ran a mile and a half or never ran a lap on the top, but you just got to, you know, watch a video and listen to people tell you what to do. And no matter how scared it is, you just go, okay, well, that's what I got to go do. Buddy Kofoid is one of my good friends. And um, he got in a crown car at like Terre Haute or something maybe a sprint car and he watched a video and I was like, that must be just so sketchy. And he was like, yeah, I watched a video and saw how a guy like Justin Grain or somebody drives it. And I was like, all right, that's what I got to go do. And he just goes out there and does it. So I've kind of tried to adapt that or adopt that mindset the last few years. Clearly, Jesse, well, wait, wait a minute, crash Jesse love. You mentioned 
uh, watching a video, you ever get behind the wheel on a sim and run the track that way? Does that take away some of that uh, anxiety at a race? Yeah, absolutely. I actually, I was, I was a little bit late to, you know, get on my computer here. Cause I was in my sim room in my uh, guest room doing a GR cup at, uh, at Coda. So uh, I do that a good bit. Like for Kansas, I did no eye racing for it. Jesse Love, your Arca Series winner from Kansas, rolling on those general tires and Talladega. And it, it's endless, as you can see by the pole awards behind him. If you're watching <laughs> this on Mad TV and our YouTube page, we talked about this in Talladega. We know that your dad contributed to your personality. What about your mom? It's Mother's Day. What, is, what has your mom done for you and your career and personally for Jesse the Hammer Love? Yeah, my mom does a ton just for our whole family. You know, I had a great family life growing up. I moved away from home at 16 to live out in North Carolina and, and be, you know, closer to racing and have an opportunity to sign a good contract with Toyota. Um, but, you know, she raised, you know, myself in the sense of my morals. And, um, you know, she's what I always call my moral compass. So, um, you know, she's been a phenomenal mother to me and my sister and a great wife to my dad. And um, just, couldn't ask for anyone better and that was why talladega was so special to me because like that was the one race that she really really wanted to go to so there you go all right jesse happy mother's day my friend thank you thanks for having me guys speed freaks motorsports radio redefined at lucas oil we take pride in creating problem-solving products to make your car care easier we protect your vehicle and make it run longer so you can focus on the things that matter most. Whether it's commuting to work, visiting a loved one, taking the kids where they need to go, going to the big game, or anywhere life takes you, Lucas Oil is committed to getting you there for all of life's important moments. Lucas Oil, it works. General Tire delivers. Country music legend Dirk Bentley is hitting the road, and he's bringing his gravel and gold tour to Worldwide Technology Raceway. On you, cause the beer's on me. Sunday, June 4th, headlining the Confluence Music Festival. Go to www.raceway.com or MetroTix to get your tickets now. Dirk Bentley. Only on NASCAR Weekend. Only at the Confluence Music Festival. Dragging your knee at 100 miles per hour. Doing a double jump with some extreme flair. If you're into two-wheel racing, make a standing date for Tuesday night on MAV-TV. Two-Wheel Tuesday will showcase the world's best motorcycle racers on the most challenging tracks. Whether it's the treacherous high-speed ballet of road racing or the handlebar-to-handlebar -handlebar combat of the dirt arenas, MAV-TV has your two-wheel fix every week on Two-Wheel Tuesday.
Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-883-3024. 800-883-3024. That's 800-883-3024. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers and the Annuity Rate Report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-273-7075-800-273-7075-800-273-7075-800-273-7075. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Again, all your mamas, happy Mother's Day from the Freak Nation, from Lucas Oil Studios, Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Richard C. Suave. A big two hours we're wrapping up right now. Coming up in moments, Kyle Bush comments about Indianapolis, the road course versus our friends uh, for the Oval. Friends, what the hell I'm thinking about? Our friends on the Oval versus our friends on the road course. Right. Uh, a big show for you. If you missed it, you can catch it on YouTube. Riley Herbst flying the Ken Block colors this weekend at Darlington. Jesse Love, ARCA Series pilot, two time with one in Talladega, one in Kansas most recently. And then Max Ansi, Supercross winner from East Rutherford, East West Showdown in the mud. That guy's a fantastic interview. And of course, plenty of discussion. Formula One still rears its ugly head in the Ring Nation when we have some conversations about Miami. And then of course, Darlington this weekend, uh, Richie Kyle Bush had a couple of comments earlier this week regarding returning to a track. They haven't been to in how long Crasher? How long have they been on the road course? It's only been two years, three years. No, wait. Okay. So AJ one. Okay. It's only been a few years, right? I mean, it was nice to make the change over to the road course. It brought about some very different racing. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm with Kyle. Let's get back to the Oval and bottom line, just figure out how to make the car better there and or do a better job of marketing it. Here is Kyle Bush. Richie, go ahead and bring that up and let's hear his comment regarding the road course versus the Oval. From back in the day that you 
the Brickyard 400. <laughs> you might get that next year. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I think the Noble 5 thing was really, really cool. I think that was a lot of fun and, and brought some attention to the sport, having the orange numbers and the orange spoilers on the cars and guys going out there and racing for an extra million bucks in, in those races. So that was fun. I think the Dash for Cash races do a great job of that. The Triple Truck Challenge and the Truck Series does a great job of that. So um, we'd love to see something like that return for the Cup Series. Um, Brickyard 400. You know, miss that, um, you know, miss Dale, of course, um, you know, and, and just seeing all of the other um, drivers that I get to see and that I've grown up loving as a kid, you know, being friends with them now, being a driver myself is really cool. Like Mark Martin and Dale Jarrett and Rusty Wallace and all those. Okay, I get it. But what did he just say? He was asked what he what he misses, right? What he misses about old school NASCAR. But, you know, what did he say? I, it just, I don't know. I mean, it just, it's, uh, maybe it's my <laughs> wonderfulness of Kyle Busch. I don't know. I don't, I don't understand what he, what he means. He's always complaining about the road, about any track at some point until he wins and then he's great. No, he was asked about the old school NASCAR. I mean, in this whole theme of throwback, what do you miss about the old school NASCAR? And he said he misses driving with some of the guys that are now retired. He misses Dale Sr. and his attitude, personality. And then he, he happened to throw in there. He also misses the Oval, the Brickyard 400, and, and some other things that are... Wait, wait a minute, Crash. I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, but you just talked about the drivers that don't give him any respect in the garage. I, he... He's just talking to hear himself talk, and none of it makes sense. And uh, I may be the only person who thinks that, but uh, he wants the sport to go on, but he doesn't want it to go on if it leaves everything that he likes behind. He wants but the it to drivers go that he feels don't give him respect are the younger guys now. Those yeah, are the no, ones. So the older guys, hence his throwback to missing the older guys. All right, let's not waste any more time. <laughs> well, I'm going to waste some time on that oval because that oval bored the bejesus out of me. Anytime yeah, I could yeah, watch a road course yeah. from my big, fat, easy chair all day, any day. And, Richie, you mentioned that some thought it would bring more people to the stands by putting it on the road course, but it hasn't necessarily done that. Yeah, I don't have the I don't have the attendance numbers in front of me, but I'm looking cool. at another quote from Kyle from about a month and a half ago when he's talking about just that. He says, um, "I don't know why we ever went to the road course. To be honest with you, I don't think it did an uptick or change a damn thing in Indy. If we can't do a, a good enough job getting enough people to Indy to suffice, staying on the oval, then we should just go somewhere else, just like anywhere. Say about say that about any track. So, um, and he's he's not wrong there. He's I don't think mm -hmm. he's not wrong at all. If you can't people can't get people to show up." to the biggest racetrack with the biggest history in the history of motorsports, quite arguably, in Indianapolis Motor Speedway. It's the 30th anniversary of the Brickyard 400 next year, Crasher, in 2024. Mm. And if you can't get people to show up in the motorsports town that is Indianapolis, you got a problem. And this is interesting, too, because the Indy 500 being blacked out this year, including on the paid service of Peacock for anyone that lives in Indianapolis. And yeah, you're paying for it, but it's going to be blacked out if you live in the Indianapolis area, geofenced targeting. 
But with the blackout conversation, how can they black out the Indy 500 if the Indy 500 is not sold out? But the Brickyard 400 is not even close to us, not even close to selling out a section of the grandstands. Yeah, that's not blacked out. Just make sense of that. Come on. Well, do we want to go that direction now? <laughs> oh, because we could spend half an hour talking about the BS that that is the Indianapolis Motor Speedway blacking it out for. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Right. Now, stat, do you think they would given? I mean, that's a that's a behemoth of a, of a racetrack. And I don't know why stock cars race on that damn thing anyway, because at least for at least for IndyCar, the cars are going so fast or so quick. It's nonstop action, literally and figuratively. But when with stock cars, it's just drones on that on that two and a half miles. And why they race on that track to begin with, I understand the history, but that history and love for the brickyard is just it's lost on me and and drivers. Well, part of the reason why people don't show up is because they can't afford it. Uh, we've I've talked about that. No dis the discretionary income is flat or going down, especially compared to uh, inflation. So if you can't afford to uh, eat, you're going to buy tickets to go to a car race. Uh, part of the, another reason was Chris Economac years ago told us maybe that uh, you can't blame the economy for all of it because during the Depression, they'd get 100 cars to show up at, at uh, Hanover to uh, Hanford to race there. So <laughs> the problem is not, th it's too expensive to go racing to get people to show up and to get the competition to show up and have the race at a time when it fits into the television uh, uh, format. It's, it's not simple, but it's doable. Uh, there's people that are having success at it. Just do it. Nike. <laughs> I it just seems so obvious and given this new leadership or the latest leadership of NASCAR that that's you continue to hear that drum being pounded by fans and drivers shortening races uh, taking some of the races off the schedule because right now they just have one week off I know poor whining drivers having one week I, I'm not that's not my point I'm just talking about from a fan base standpoint i i would not pay to to sit in the stands and watch a nascar race drone around indianapolis motor speedway crasher i fell asleep in the inaugural brickyard 400 in turn one outside of turn one yeah i fell asleep it's nice shaded you know pagoda seat oh yeah well did you have that 46 ounce margarita is that why you fell asleep <laughs> i'm sure that contributed <laughs> 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 Again, this is the same chick that fell asleep in a Willie Nelson concert. Yes, I did. Oh, the hate mail's coming. Send mm. it to <laughs> Kenny S at speedfreaks.tv. Please do. <laughs> I had a buddy fall asleep at a Judas Priest concert, and I'm going, man, are you my friend? <laughs> oh, how is that possible? Wow. <laughs> wow. So getting back to Indianapolis, Indianapolis Motor Speedway, you heard in that comment where that – Kyle Busch may get his wish next year. Uh, Richie just mentioned it's the 30th anniversary of the Brickyard on the Oval. Maybe they're planning on moving it back to the Oval. I don't know that. Uh, maybe Bob Pockrass is in the know, and we're not. Oh, we'll, we'll do some digging when we're there at the end of this month. And maybe it'll be two hours instead of four. Yeah, the Indianapolis two hours. Might as well. Just race as many laps as you can. 
fine. Have at it with your cautions and your slow pit stops. Have at it. Two hours tops. Whoever's leading at the end wins. Like that. Freak Nation, it is a Mother's Day evening. A few more hours left on the West Coast. Thank you guys for being a part of this special Mother's Day extravaganza here in the Freak Nation. Thanks to all of our mothers for making it possible for us to do this thing. And to those mothers of fans out there and drivers, racers, team owners for allowing us to cover that sport and those sports. Coming up next weekend, as Suave reminded us, you have the NASCAR All-Star race. Kind of snuck up on us. We'll talk about that and plenty more Freak Nation. Qualifying for the 107th Indy 500. We'll have hopefully the pole sitter on next weekend. All right, stat man, for all the mothers out there, let's shoot the juice to the moose and cut it loose. See you, mama. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-883-3024. 800-883-3024. That's 800-883-3024. From the labs at Lucas Oil Products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. Whatever you do, General Tire delivers. 
Are you worried about your taxes? Okay, so I'm talking to those of you out there that have not filed in a few years with the IRS or state. It's time to get worried, and here's why. The IRS is getting back from their own COVID lockdown, and they're hiring more enforcers, and they're going to come after people that owe taxes. So if you're a 1099 worker, and maybe you just plain forgot to file your taxes, you need to call the professionals right now at the tax helpline. They are experts at knowing the tax regulations and their goal is to help you pay as little as possible. Call right now and get a 100% free tax evaluation. Remember, before the IRS knocks on your door, knock on our door. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, make this free call right now. Call taxes 321 now at 800-808-9443. 800-808-9443. That's 800-808-9443. The biggest racing series in America is coming to your town. It's time to mark your calendar. Get ready for the wildest festival of speed in the Midwest. The Enjoy Illinois 300, presented by Ticket Smarter. It doesn't get any bigger than this. Don't be on the outside looking in. Get your tickets now at www.raceway.com. Brought to you in part by the Office of Illinois Tourism and Illinois South Tourism. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined. 